Welcome to the Summer Rewind of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev, where we are rewinding back to some of our favorite moments from our previous seasons. Let's get it. Brother Jay, for me, man, um, you know, y'all, y'all see the shirt I got on tonight. I am a man. I am a man. Um, and there's a famous photo the uh, Montgomery bus boycotts that and and the reason that we marched on Washington in 63 was because we felt that we were not getting equal treatment it was separate but it was far from equal and uh, a, a white a white friend of mine Pat Mazer man I love him to death man um, some, somehow somehow I just I uh, inherit a lot of little brothers, man. A lot of little brothers. <laughs> and um, he went to Memphis, Tennessee on a recruitment trip. We used to work together years ago. And that was probably like the first time in my life where I was like, man, you can be white, but you can still understand what it's like to walk in my shoes. You might not have felt what it's like to walk in my shoes. But the fact that he understood what the civil rights movement meant to me and his understanding of what our people have been through. And he brought me this shirt back. He went to, he went to, uh, he went to the uh, Civil Rights Museum in Memphis and brought me this shirt back, a white dude. And I, I, I provide that context because I'm really just tired of articulating and expressing my love for my my culture, my love for my race, my love for my identity, my love for my my gender as a black man in America. Regardless of all of the circumstances, all of the fuckery, all of the bullshit, yo, I wouldn't want to be nobody else but Kevin Holmes with my skin and, and all of the people that I have built a community with. But it's disheartening because for some reason, society thinks because I love me and I love my people and I love my culture and my community that I hate America. I don't hate America. I love being an American. I've been to some third world countries. Yeah, yo, I believe in government. <laughs> At the end of the day, I I believe in government, man. I think I think yo, like it's, it's certain shit that government's supposed to do. They ain't doing it now in America, but it's certain shit that's like yo, government is supposed to do. Like you supposed to have healthcare, clean water. You know, you supposed to be able to get an education. You supposed to be able to, you know live your life, life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness and all that other bullshit. But I don't feel it, bro. I don't feel it right now. I don't feel it. And I'm frustrated because like, yo, the Rodney King verdict happened in what, 92? Oh, that's fucking 30 years ago, man. 30 years ago. And he got his ass whipped and they, they charged everybody and they got off, and then L.A. burned down. 
we ain't got a charge. We well, we got one charge as of, as of today, but everybody need to be charged. Everybody need to be convicted. Or I just feel like yo, that brother and all the countless brothers that have died before him, they death that death has been in fucking vain, man. And I'm getting tired of it because I got a son. You know what I mean? And the same fucking talk my grandfather had with me, and he came up in the Jim Crow South. I got to have my fucking son in 2020. Cower down. Be polite. Be non-threatening. So won't nobody assume that you are, 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 are uh, this motherfucking savage. And they treat us like fucking savages, man. And all of all the brothers I know, and, you know, if you got a criminal record or you went to college, it don't fucking matter. All the brothers I know and have come, up, come across in my life and have loved and endured and admired. Yo, we good people, man. We good fucking people. We want the same shit that these, these other people want in their life. We want to make sure that our family is safe and secure and lives in a good neighborhood and that we can provide for them and fucking live this quote-unquote bullshit American fucking dream that's been shoved down our fucking throat. We, and, and I think what's most frustrating is that for all the education we get, for all of the accolades we could achieve as black men, and you know, there's 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 far few in between that have has had a road to be able to you know go to college and graduate and, and go out into the world and try to be a change agent and be the change that you that you want to see. And everybody don't have that opportunity. But I think what's most frustrating is people put us in boxes based on shit they say we supposed to be. But even if we if we embody that perception of what they believe we are supposed to be, we're still less than human and less than them. And that's the shit I'm tired of, man. I'm tired of making excuses why, as a black man, if another brother is killed off some bullshit and it was on TV and recorded, I don't want to explain that shit to no white person at work in my in my life. Like, yo. You know it's it's wrong, it's wrong. It ain't I'm tired of the oh yeah, that's how things are, you know, the life isn't perfect, the world isn't perfect, you know, pray on it, this, that, and the third. Like I'm tired of all that shit, man. And you know what? And and I'll say it. And and you know, hey, send send the shit to Kevin. Don't send it to the podcast, send it to Kevin. When the fucking police precinct burned the fuck down last night, I wasn't fucking mad. I wasn't fucking mad. I didn't give a shit. They could burn down the Target, the grocery store. It's they shit. I don't live there. Now, if I live there, I probably have a problem with it. Like, damn. Well, I need shit, man. We can. Oh, you already can't get Lysol and toilet paper. Like, where the fuck I'm supposed to go? You know. But I don't live there. But I. But I understand their frustration. I understand their fucking rage, man. Because they're like, and and, and Minneapolis in particular. You know, they have gone through some severe cases of police brutality and nobody questions it. People get off. And on this instance where you got three police officers putting the weight of their body. I mean, let's just say these motherfuckers is like 185. Let's just say fucking 200. You got 600 pounds of weight on you 
You got 200 pounds of pressure on your fucking neck and you die. And the only thing that happens with these motherfuckers is they lose their job. Word. <laughs> that's it. And I'm tired, man. And that's just and that's just with George Floyd. We ain't even talked about Amar Aubrey. This brother is going jogging, man. What motherfuckers you know jog want to fucking jog in the first place? I don't know. In my, in my circle of friends, like when niggas go to the gym, because you know shit, we go to the gym, we want to work out, you know, go see what's in the gym. But I don't have too many friends that just want to jog. For the sake of fucking jogging and you know jogging around the neighborhood, I used to run, but I'm scared to run now because I don't want the corona. But I'm even more scared now because if I gotta run, I'm gonna run with a mask on, and I don't want to be a fucking target. That brother turned into a fucking target for no reason, and these motherfuckers had the audacity to think it was okay to hunt him down like a fucking stray dog and cause an altercation and then kill him on sight. And society is talking about, well, yeah, well, we got to make sure that all the evidence is there, blah, 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 blah. No, this shit is on fucking digital, whatever. It ain't film no more. It's on, it's, a, it's in the ether. It's in the ether. It's on the cloud. The shit is on the cloud. But somehow, some way, people trying to spin this shit and make us believe as black men that this shit is either justified, that it's either okay, or we shouldn't have a fucking problem with it. And I said to myself, man, and it took all of the God-fearing man, Christian in me, man. And I, 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 I had a battle in my prayer and meditation this morning, man, because I'm just like, yo, if that motherfucking city burnt to the fucking ground, fuck it. And the, and the intellect in me and the reasoning and rationale in me was like, yeah, Kev, but if the, if the city burned to the ground, it wouldn't solve anything we'll still be in the same boat in another city facing the same plight. And I still didn't care. I said, if that shit, if that shit fucking burned to the ground, let it. Cause this shit ain't right, man. I'm, I'm tired of us dying. I'm tired of I'm tired of us as black men having to fucking provide the explanation why the shit exists in the first place. That ain't our fucking job, man. We we need to be able to live our life for better or for worse, rich or for poor, without having to worry about getting killed over running in a fucking neighborhood and somebody thinking, oh well, they went they went onto it, they ran onto a construction site, they must be guilty. And you got to worry about your fucking life? Oh, shit. Let's just say, let's just say the brother did have a, a, a uh, fake $10 or $20 bill, whatever the fucking story they trying to put out there in the ether. If he did have a $10 bill or $20 bill, is that a reason to lose your fucking life? 
Our life ain't worth more than fucking $10, $20 worth. So it's raging me, man. Like, I understand. Like, I got friends and stuff. You say, yo, man, you got to protect yourself because you, you don't know what the fuck is going on. And I ain't mad that they're going out buying a gun. I hope, they, I hope they're responsible. But I'm not mad at it because that's you feel how you fucking feel, man. But I'm just tired of it because, yo, this is the same thing that has been going on for my lifetime, my father's lifetime, my grandfather's lifetime, his father's lifetime. Like, there's no value put on a black man's life at all. And this shit is, uh, it's it's, it's disappointing because you you expect some people, like, you expect 45 to do what 45 do. But it's the motherfuckers that's quiet, that ain't saying nothing, that I really have a fucking problem with, man. And they know this shit is wrong. You know, um, Kev, absolutely, man. Um, and I, I, I'm just paraphrasing what Dr. King said. He said something about like, um, you know, it's 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 the silence of your friends that's most startling, et cetera. Um, and 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 that's that's real. You know, these people who claim to be our allies, these people who love our culture but don't want to be black, who are silent. Um. And and that's really hurtful. And um, something that's really hurtful, and this goes beyond being a black man. I I go black woman because Sandra Bland, she she's another name that we have to call and pour libation to. Like Brianna Taylor. It, yes, yes. <laughs> we even got to go yes, back to Sandra Bland. Recently, most yes. recently, yes. A fucking no knock warrant. Like anybody will protect their home. It's it's it, it it really hurts. And what really and for me, what hurts the most is that these black men and women, in their death, have to justify their death. You know what I mean? Like you go in front of these people go in front of the the court of law and blame the person who's dead for dying. That's really hurtful to me. That is, I, I, I can't even explain in words how, how, how hurtful that is to me. And, you know, I, being that I, I live in pop culture and, you know, as a filmmaker, I look at what people gravitate towards and People fucking love Star Wars and they love the rebellion and they love that these this faction of people are fighting against the Empire. But let that shit be a person of color. They are saying, why are you fighting against the country? Why are you fighting against America, the Constitution? But they don't understand that for many years, up until fucking, what, 1964, 1965, People of color were not viewed as whole humans in this country. Like we're we're still subjugated. We're still marginalized just by our colors. Uh, um, um, Ice Cube said it so eloquently: "My skin is my sin," and just by me walking into so many boardrooms and so many 
offices, I just got to fucking hope that they can see either one, my, well, first off, let me, let me, let me go back and backtrack. I understand that my complexion is non-threatening to people who are white. I get that. I have light skin uh, um, um, privilege. I understand that. And that there are places that I am able to go into that my darker brothers and sisters may not necessarily have the place to go. And I find it or, or I put it upon my, my shoulders to carry them and open doors for people who may not necessarily have those same privileges. Um, so every day when I'm talking to certain folks, whenever I walk into a particular office or a studio, wherever, I know that I have to unfortunately present myself in a certain way that our counterparts will be able to relate. And that's really painful to have the code switch and to go in front of these people to ask for money so I can get this project made, to present myself in a particular way. And, you know, I, I tell my friends all the time that I get tired of having to act in one facet of myself all the time because of work. Um, and I say that because no person is one thing. So when, I, when I'm at work and that work dominates my life, I have to be this particular person, but then I'm feeding this particular person so much that the person, other aspects of my life are being malnutrition, you know what I mean? And so it's, it's, it's really painful to watch CNN and see that some people are talking bad about, you know, this place in Minnesota that has been burnt down but knowing history and know they fucking burnt down Tulsa for these black people who are proliferating and, and, and doing what it is that they feel that they have to do be, to be quote unquote model citizens. That's hurtful. And, 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 and to know that a subsect of Muslim people did whatever they did in 9-11, but this imperialistic country bombed an entire country of Muslim brothers and sisters. Like, I'm not Muslim, but I feel for the humanity of these men, women, and children who have died because of the actions of just one faction of people and we here in America just be like, well, shit, I can go to the movies. I can play my GameCube. I mean, my, my, my Xbox. I took it back to like 92. Oh, shit. You I'm just sorry. dated yourself, Pratt. Yeah, you, you was an old head. You was an old head. I need you to go ahead and accept it. Just accept it. I, okay. I do, I do, I do, I do. And for so many of these people who are still killing black people and people of color to know that they are the product of the people who benefited from Jim Crow and continue to perpetuate everything that they were taught is so hurtful. And, and like Brother Ahmad, I go jogging every 
fucking day. And for my mother to tell me to be careful just to go out and fucking jog. And for people who love me to tell me to be careful not to sprain an ankle, not to fucking rupture a tendon, but to be careful that there are people who are literally on a manhunt for people of color. And being that I jog with a fucking face mask, I can't exercise those same liberties that my 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 lighter complexion counterparts can. I said a lot of times it's painful, man. It's it's painful. And I don't have the answers. How sway? How? You know, I ain't got all the answers, way. I I just I really don't know. It's it, it's painful. It hurts. I have to watch my back all the time. I just don't know what's coming to me. And this can't be life. This 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 really can't be. And I'm gonna leave it as that. Um for me it's uh everything that has a combination of everything that has been mentioned um up until this point. I um I kind of am happy right now that I am working from home so I don't have to be out and be mistaken for someone um, and have police roll up on me. I, I actually had that happen to me. It was in 96 or 97. Um, I was doing my job, going to a school to do some school checks for them juvenile delinquents <laughs> that I was working with. And I came out to school after getting the absentee sheet and um, Baltimore County cop came into the parking lot. You just come out that school? Yeah, I, I, I did. Turn your car off. Okay, whoa, what's going on? And uh, his partner was on my passenger side. I said, I work for this program. Here's my ID. This is what I came to get. Is this your car? Yes, my car. Uh, here's my registration. Here's my insurance card. By the time I said all of that, three more cop cars had pulled up behind me. And I'm like, officer, what's what's going on? Didn't say anything to me. Come to find out, it was I was I fit the description of someone that was seen in the neighborhood that was still in cars. And they did tell me to step out of the car. And he told me to face the three cars that were behind my car. And I heard on the radio, tell him to turn around. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I turn around, but again, they said, that's not him. Now, if I, if someone had said that's him, I would have gotten locked up that day for something I didn't even do. So with everything that has been going on, it took me back to that moment. Um, and so I grew up in DC when it was Chocolate City. Uh, I don't know what the fuck it is now. Um, gentrification. Uh, <laughs> um, I live in. It's, it's Nutella. It's no, yeah. there we go. It's Nutella. There we go. Nutella. There we go. Nutella City. <laughs> organic um, Nutella. <laughs> yeah, so I, I I live in Sterling, Virginia now, um, and so when we are out with our daughters and we're just taking a walk i'm <laughs> i'm nervous as i don't know what right now because 
We don't. We're, we're. I have my head on a swivel, just in case, you know, sheriff's deputies come rolling by, and I haven't been like that. I I've never. I shouldn't say never. Very seldom have I lived my life like this, like like how I'm living right now, and um. I talk to my friends, my 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 guy friends. We we talk about it. We have comments on Facebook. Um, I know that's going to be what we talk about, the topic of discussion when I get on to this other call tonight. Um, and then, Kevin, you mentioned uh, the Rodney King verdict. That was in 92. So 30 years before that, it was the race riots. So here we are, 60 years removed, like one generation removed from all of, all of the race riots that took place in the 60s. It's, it's, it's like there's no progression that has been made. The only difference is we're, we're, we are, are, are more educated. We're still not seen as, as an equal. Um, when I'm in the workplace, <laughs> well, yeah, I have to watch how I say what I say so I'm not seen as the aggressive black man. Um, there are times where I just don't care. I'm like, yo, this is the, no, fuck it. I don't, I don't care. I'm not doing it. Um, I have to pick and choose when I see others that don't look like me, they do it whenever they have free reign. And to be brutally honest, that shit hurts. And, um, and, you know, I, I don't know the type of world that my daughters are going to face because they're black women. And so if I'm being looked upon as, as shit, black women looked upon as less than shit. So I continue to build them up as often as possible. And whatever achievement they have, I'm, that is great. That's great. I'm, I love it. Give me a high five. All right, give me a hug. That's, 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 that is a great achievement you just made. Um, and so I'm building them up. The question is, what am I really building them up for? What, what world will, will exist as they get older and get into adulthood? Um, someone said that our parents raised us for a world that didn't exist. So what I'm doing as a parent now, I'm raising my daughters for a world that didn't exist for me. So I'm figuring this shit out just like they're figuring it out. And we're going to figure it out together. I'm, I'm, I'm all over the place right now. Um, and it, again, in addition to all of the statements that have been made prior to this, I'm in 110% agreement. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm numb. I don't even look at the news like that anymore. I used to watch the news every day, not just the local news, but when BBC has news on, I'm, I'm, I'm online looking at that. I'm looking at CNN. I want to see what the world, and the world is laughing at us right now. Um, and <laughs> I, 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 <sighs> whew, yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking about politics in our country, um, people who are in seats of I don't even want to give them the, the 
the pleasure of saying seats of power, the seats of influence. Um, I wonder how things will look politically uh, if people go out and vote. Um, and then if, if the people who are in those seats of influence, if they, if they are, if their um, rivals are, are voted in, are they going to stretch it out and, and fight the vote and say, oh, no, we want to count it. We want votes to be hand counted because they're not going to readily relinquish their, their seats. So how is, how is that going to look? And then burning down, you know, <laughs> Kevin, I'm, I'm right with you. I was happy as hell they burned down the police department. Fuck them. Um, <laughs> NWA. Uh, so the thing is, after that, then what? What's the next step? I am not of the mindset of a sit-in or a protest. We need to have some type of organized action. I'm not even saying let's go out and, and commit acts of violence. As, 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 a, as a defense, yes. Um, but what's the next step? And I'm not even coming for anybody. It's I just want us to be smart and intelligent about what the next steps are as far as mobilizing um, us to create a better situation than what it currently is. I mean, yeah, that's that's where I am. I can just ramble on, so I'm just going to end it right there. For me, um, I, I've been, I'm, I'm in this weird space. And so <clears throat> part of my 21 jobs that I have, um, you know, I do coaching, um, life coaching, um, mix it in with some counseling. And so it's hard for me to hold the space for people who are processing the same things that I'm experiencing. Some days it's virtually impossible for me to help someone process or see through the pain and pull out things that they can identify and then work on those things. It's, it's, it's the past week has been challenging to me. I've had to literally become unavailable and unaccessible. I've had to, um, disconnect at times throughout the day from everyone. I've had to um, be short in my communication because I still wasn't at a place to where I could be responsible for the words that, that came out of my mouth. Um, I, I have been examining the responses of individuals when there was no response over the death of a black man, but there was nothing but responses because Target was burned. I was watching, was just observing and watching individuals who are in my network and their word choice. I was taking it all in and I'm processing it. And 
there's a technique that I do with some of my clients and it's like, how do you empty your cup when it gets too full? Right? Because if I'm constantly taking in all of this stuff, it starts to run over, right? If you take a cup and you pour water, once it fills to the top, you're going to make a mess and then you're spilling. And so to prevent a run over or spilling into other aspects of my life, how am I emptying this cup? So I had to start disconnecting. But I'm, I'm also at this point where I, I'm full of rage and I've identified it. Um, I'm full of disbelief and disappointment and I was able to identify that. Um, there's a pain and I'm still trying to figure out what exactly the pain is stemming from. Is it one thing that has culminated into one one feeling of pain or like one instance of pain, or is it like everything I'm experiencing is giving me pain in different areas, right? I, but ultimately, I'm, I don't have the capacity to, to explain what's happening or why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling, to teach individuals why this shit is wrong or like historical concepts that uh, invalidates their but you have to, uh, you should, and there's other ways. I, I don't have it, right? I, I don't have the capacity to just let shit go. I'm, I'm beyond that point, right? I don't, I don't have the capacity to react. I don't have the capacity to respond. I don't have the capacity to receive, nor do I have the capacity to respect. And so that's when I recognized that I had to pull myself out of the situation. An example that I was sharing earlier um, before we kicked off the conversation there's there's one person that's not of color that's on our on our staff and his family is from Minnesota and so he describes that you know he shares that his his mother works just minutes away from where all the rioting and looting is happening right um and something else and then he ends it well he's like you know it's just been a really tough week <laughs> I had to turn the camera off because I said, you do realize that everyone on this call is of color. You, you, you do realize that your mom might be having a bad day on a Friday because her office is real close to the target that's burning down. I, she's having a bad-ass day. But the black people, people of color in this country have had a bad experience since we got here. She can find another job. The brother that lost his life, he can't find another life. And so I, 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 I get both sides of the spectrum to where what, like, they're burning down their city. I can get people's mentality when they say, what good is this going to do? But I also get it, like, if you weren't listening when we were peacefully kneeling, right, I can show you better than I can tell you. I, I, I echo your sentiments, Kevin. When I saw that the police station was burning, I said, God, block all the fire hydrants in that area. <laughs> Cut off the water supply. The Bible said no more water, that it's going to be fired next time. Let this be the fire that takes out whatever is there. <laughs> To continue listening to This Can't Be Life, 
Check out Season 2, Episode 28 of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev, available on all streaming platforms. Stay cool and be light.